Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to a special podcast from the Irish Times to celebrate World Snow Day. World Snow Day is coming up on Sunday, January 17th, and we'll also have events here on the Saturday preceding it. But to talk more about it and how I became involved, I've got James McCormick from the Ski Centre in Dublin. Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Gary. Uh, And tell us all about what is World Snow Day? uh, World Snow Day is an event that's celebrated in over 120 countries around the world once a year. And it's an opportunity where we invite people uh, who would like to give or ever wanted to give ski or snowboarding a go to pop down to the centre and uh, have a quick lesson. It's a great opportunity to uh, get away from the TV station or the Xbox or PlayStation and get get down and have a bit of healthy fun. And and but is it? It's an international day, right? It is. It's yeah, and it's celebrated uh, right around the world in loads of ski resorts. But have we been involved? Has Ireland been involved in it before? Yeah, this is our uh, fourth year, and uh, last year we had it was close to uh, eight hundred and forty people came down to the ski centre over the course of the week uh, to have a go at skiing and snowboarding. And you're event this year, the way that you're marketing it, is a ski challenge, a 10k ski challenge. Tell me about that. Yeah, well, there's there's two opportunities. Uh, one is for those who want to give it a go, just pop down. And if you've got 15 euros, we'll give you a, a good uh, ski lesson. And for those who uh, we've got a lot of customers, over 20,000 people have walked through our doors and we're inviting all those people to come in and have a go at skiing uh, 10 kilometres, which is 30 minutes on stop. Okay, so now but we should explain to people that yeah. the, you, the ski centre is an indoor centre and that you're skiing on effectively a, a, a treadmill, like a, a huge treadmill. This is how I describe it to people because about three months ago I, I visited your centre for the first time and I thought, well, how can you learn to ski indoors in Sandyford without any snow? But it's this huge treadmill, really. Yeah, and, and it's really, you know, it's how do you fit a mountain into, into a building? Well, this is how we do it. And uh, two, as you're right, two massive treadmills. And we, our instructors have a remote control in the hand, so they can speed it up or slow it down, uh, depending on your skill level. And they can also make it steeper or, sh- or, or less steep, uh, just at a touch of a button. So next weekend, people will come out there and they'll try and ski nonstop for 10 kilometres. And... To what end? What's the, what are you yeah. trying to achieve with it? So, so the goal is, uh, with the ski centre, we're trying to, A, let people know you can actually ski in Ireland, and secondly, that it is for everyone. So, so far over the years, we've been able to invite uh, kids as young as four years old, and crashes come down, schools come down. Uh, we have customers over 80, and uh, so it's a bit, it's for all ages. Uh, but this in particular is a yeah. is a fundraiser, right? Yeah. So the so the idea is we're asking customers to come down and raise money 
uh, do a sponsored ski and everybody will have a chance at skiing for 30 minutes, which is uh, the equivalent of 10 kilometres. Mm-hmm. And to give it, put that in perspective, uh, Everest is nine kilometres tall. So sure. they're actually doing a huge thing. And they're collecting the money for uh, Snowbility. And Snowbility is a special ski coaching that was set up in the UK about four years ago to uh, help coach uh, children and adults with additional needs or adaptive needs. And uh, all the money raised uh, from the challenge will help us train instructors, buy specialist equipment to allow more people to have the fun of ski and snowboarding. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the UK, uh, we set up one centre completely for guys injured from war uh, for Help for Hero. And we realised that even if you are missing limbs, you can still have the fun of skiing. We have some customers who are deaf, we have some customers who are blind, and it still shouldn't limit them uh, to have a bit of fun. And how do people find out about it? Is, is it that parents kind of stumble upon you by accident or is it word of mouth? That, that Because I would never think that skiing is actually something you could open to everyone because we're talking about going down a mountain here. Yeah, no, you're right. And we're a small company, but we are open seven years and part of uh, our, our our challenge is to let more people know, hey, you can walk in and ski. And the beauty about it is, no matter what age you are, how fit you are, what your budget is, uh, there's great opportunity. Uh, free parking outside. <laughs> uh, the Basically, all the equipment is there, skis, boots and instructors. So there's no excuse. Uh, it doesn't. You just have to walk in the door and we can give you a great experience. And if Fantastic. you like it, we have loads of ways to, to make it affordable. In the well, one of the things I was really struck by when I was there was how many young people were there and what appeared to my uh, layman's eyes to be really, really skilled skiing. Now, we've got some of those people here with us today and the first person I want to talk to is Jay. Uh, Jay Brown, uh, you're 14, Jay, right? No, 13. 13. How long have you been skiing? Um, I'd say a year or, a yeah, around a year. And you started in the ski centre? Yes. But you've been on real snow since, right? Only once. How was that? It was great fun. It was in Paris, France. Skiing in Paris or you flew to Paris? Skiing in Paris in the Alps. Oh, in the Alps. Fantastic. Yeah, that's what I meant to yeah. say. You went skiing in the Alps. Tell yep. me about that and, and, and what it was like. Well, the Alps was a bit harder than skiing in the ski centre because this real snow was... On the real snow, there was also ice, so it was... Hard. Some places it was hard to gain control, mm-hmm. but and there was also bumps that could have come that were in the snow that you'll have to use your sharp eyes to see them. Okay, and it, was it exciting? Yes, you, going down it, it you, it feels like so much fun, and you, and when you're going down it, you really feel a big bunch of freedom in the air. Freedom! Wow. Mm-hmm. That must feel great. Yep. Yeah, and. Uh, how fast were you going? Hmm, tough to say. Um, maybe... Like a car? Like a bicycle? Um, I think a bit faster than a car. Wow, that's very cool. And so all the skills you learned to do that, you learned them back in Dublin, right? Yes. Did you I, enjoy learning it? Yep. And, oh, and um, I don't know if this is part of it... But I would just like to give some advice from future skiers out okay. there. Um, well, first of all, if you get if you're having trouble up front, don't 
worry, I had trouble first, but what really kept me going forward is my drive to earn more and become great. Uh-huh. And turn so turn every skiing event into you into a challenge within yourself to push yourself forward and be a great skier one day, which you'll follow your dreams. Um, that sounds brilliant because it's 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 great to hear such passion and ambition and you're only 13 years old but you obviously love your sport right mm-hmm. do you do a lot of sports well i do surfing and hockey and how do you find those um which is your favorite tough to say skiing yeah yeah and um we're joined here with your mom with us as well tanya tanya sullivan tanya what's it like when you when you bring your child to a new sport i guess is it is it, it was it exciting for you to watch him learn it was. It was great. Um, Jay, when he was younger, had uh, very high sensitivity issues. So we always found uh, group sport or contact sport very difficult. So skiing provided an ideal opportunity for him to find something he loved and could participate on. And he really enjoyed. Uh, and it was his dad who took him skiing. And one thing his dad said was that he had complete sense of joy when he was skiing in France that he'd never seen on him before. And that's what you should get from sport. He will be quite stressed when he's in any sort of group sport because he's afraid of being touched or banged. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so this provided a great opportunity. And he walks into the ski centre and he's part of something. Everyone knows his name. There's a bond. And, uh, he, you know, he's a part of a group, a team, uh-huh. in a way. And uh, it's great to see that. Uh, super, because I guess all parents want to see their kids become part of something and find find their way, I guess, and find their sport and their activities and, and things. So it is great. When I was there and I was watching everybody skiing, and it must be good for you, James, to to, to see that, to see someone come along. It, it is, and it's very rewarding for our instructors to see how people progress. And uh, a lot of the guys you're chatting to today, their first experience was, funny enough, on our kids' camps. And it's often the uh, simplest way for people to get a go at skiing. And we literally run them Monday to Friday, every school holidays. Okay. And they do loads of stuff. It's not just skiing. They do synchronised skiing. uh, And at the end of the week, they they learn to ski backwards and all sorts of stuff. But the parents (laughs) come in at the end of the week and they put on a little show. And uh, most of uh, the people who ski with us, younger ones, most of them started on the kids' camp. And it's just such a fun way to uh, learn learn a new skill and uh, meet new friends. What do you think of the coaching, Jay? I think it's great. It's a good idea to start on a low level so you can get the hang of some of the basics before you move on to uh-huh. big skiing tricks. And are the coaches very serious? Are they a good fun bit of crack? Um, they're a good fun and yeah. they have good crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. It's great. It's a brilliant sport and I'm really, really happy to see you go on. I know that you're hoping to move on to racing soon, right? You said to me the last time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping to one day be able to race down skiers, down mountains. Fantastic. And go, you got, and to go full turbo down. Uh-huh. Well, we have some people here with us today who can tell us all about that and what that's, what that's like. So let's have a chat with them now. Okay, so we're joined now by Rebecca Power, 15 years old, Matthew McCormick, 17 years old, both uh, aspiring racers for Ireland, uh, already racers for Ireland, I believe, and their coach, Brian Byrne. Brian, how long have you been coaching? I've been coaching since I was about 18, so about 10 years now. (laughs) Now you know my age. (laughs) Um, Yeah, 10 years. um, 
so I started I started halfway through when I was when I was still racing and there was a lack of coaches and I started mixing coaching and racing. So you were a racer yourself? Yeah, I was a racer myself. Okay. For Ireland. Um, for Ireland, um competing in the world championships. And how was that? Youth Olympics. It was good. It yeah. was nice, yeah. It, it must be incredible to represent your country. Yeah, it's a great feeling. Um putting in a lot of hard work and then hopefully seeing it, it lead somewhere is, is, is always nice. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And so now you're getting to, to, to bring on the next generation of, of racers. Yeah, like a, a, lot of the, a lot of the kids I coach, kids and adults now, um, a lot of the kids I coach, I would have coached them from about 10 and I see them right up till about 18 and it's great to see the progression and just see them achieving their goals and, and setting goals and then, and then reaching them. It's, it's and we were talking earlier about the ski centre and, and the setup. It's an yeah. indoor uh, ski centre and it's this, what I always call this big uh, conveyor belt or, or, or treadmill that's the size of a gym. I always tell people it's, it's easy the for size people of to, a... Yeah, to, to get a picture of, of what yeah. it's like. Is that, is that a, an ideal place to train? Um, it, it's it's great in a sense that it's a controlled, closed environment, so you can work on really finite technical details in in, in people skiing. From beginning, you, you know you're you're starting out and you're you're trying to learn how to ski, and it, it, you've got your coach or your teacher right beside you. Um, and even all the way up to racing, you know you've got your coach beside you, telling you what to do. You can't get away from them on the mountain. You are able to get away, um, but there you're not. You can see everything. That's not maybe necessarily a good thing, Rebecca. What do you think? No, I think it's a good thing. Like you can pick out the finer details and the things you need to work on. And what age were you, Rebecca, when you started? I was eight. Eight. Yeah. Wow. What's that like to start at eight years old? I think remember? it was good. Yeah. No, it was good. Um, like the Austrians and all them kind of kids, they'd all start much younger. Okay. Like most of them would start once they can walk. So it's it's yeah like we don't have snow here. It, it, it can you compete? Yeah, can you, you can. take on those guys from Austria? Well, yeah, like we'd go out and we'd train on the snow as well. So it's just we do like we do well. How many? How much training do you do a week? I train twice a week, and then I do gym work as well. Okay, and so it's really intensive. But you you're you're ambitious for where you're going with this, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And what about you, Matthew? You've been, what age were you when you started skiing? I started a bit later. I started when I was about 12 and a half, nearly 13. Okay. And uh, like now you're, what, you're 17 I'm now? I'm 17 now, yeah. And what's, what's, your, what's your, your big step? What's your next big step? Um, I think the next really big step would um, start doing better in races and then hopefully that'll lead to bigger things like maybe a world championships in a few years or later on even maybe the olympics is what i'm aiming for okay and what kind of races have you been in right up until now what kind of well well i've competed in children's races so there are international children's races that go on throughout the year and then now that i'm 17 i'm in a category called fist which is basically like um it's kind of starting into the adult racing scene okay so i'm starting there's a lot more races now that are in inter, big international events so I'm competing in some of them. And it's, 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 it's great to see that you can start something like that and have such a clear kind of line of progression. Uh, do you think skiing is well supported here, Brian, for children, for young people? Um, it's Ireland, you know. We, we yeah. don't, there's not always a great support structure around, around skiing. And we've really got a few people just trying to, trying to push it on, um, you know. And it, it, as, as kids progress through, there's less on the higher level so we're always trying to trying to push skiing and, and mm-hmm. promote it and try and get more backing behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, so which which is why it's great to see uh, 
kids coming through dry slope and, and artificial slopes going on, onto snow and using artificial slopes as supplementary skiing for the for snow as the guys will as the guys will say you know they do a lot of snow skiing as well mm-hmm. and this stuff in ireland is really about just fine-tuning it and, and making sure that they're always on skis okay. and keeping pushing it and rebecca do you think like anyone can ski like do you think any young person should try this sport is it is it yeah it's definitely an enjoyable sport like and it just gets you out there uh-huh. Get you doing something, not playing the PlayStation all day. <laughs> yeah, but and and what about places that you've been skiing? Like where where's your? I've where have you been? Go. Where have you been? Kind of scared, almost like wow, am I, I really just doing this? Be like at the big international races when you're in the start gate and you know what you have to do, but it's just all the nerves kicking in. And, and how many people out. would be in a race like that? It depends, kind of where you go. Like some of the bigger races, you could have. Hundreds kids. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And how have you done in them? I've done pretty well. Um, the last one there I did was in Latvia. There was eighty people, and I came fourteenth. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. And they're from all over the world, or mostly Europeans, or how does that work? No, that one in particular, there was kind of it was kind of scattered. Mm-hmm. So there was kids from Russia and kids from Lithuania, Latvia. Okay. All over the place. Okay. And Matthew, the, the, in terms of, you know, the progression and everything, like, can you think back to when you started, like, what were the hardest things for you to learn, I guess? Like, were there particular skills or was it stamina or what's, what makes it, what sticks in your mind about your, about your training? Um, yeah, personally, I've already, always been quite sporty and so I didn't have any major problems, but... One of the things you do need to do is be forward on your skis so that you can activate and use them properly. Mm-hmm. And I did go through a phase where that was quite difficult for me to do. But I got through it. Like It just takes practice and dedication. You mm-hmm. can get it done. And for the for the coaches then, Brian, like is, is there a... Obviously, the, you're trained to deal with young people in certain stages of their of their career or whatever. Is it is it harder than you thought it would be at times? Um... I've, to be honest, I've never sat down and thought about it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've just, since, again, since 18, I've just been coaching and and we'd work on updating our skills and I've I've never sat down and thought about the amount of effort that I've put in. Uh-huh. It's just been a constant go. Okay. And, you know, it's it's every week and, and the kids push back, but, you know, you, you try your best with them. And the challenge now, you're, you're taking part in this 10K challenge that's coming up next weekend. Um the Matthew for you that must be just really easy um, it's still a challenge like 30 minutes of any activity going fairly at it like it's going to be difficult uh-huh. so it's still a bit of a challenge but obviously I've been skiing a while yeah. so yeah because I'm going to do it and I've, I have very little experience and I'm yeah. like I'm not sure I'm going to finish yeah. this am I going to finish it Rebecca yeah you will <laughs> you really yeah well I'll be there to cheer you on <laughs> can I take breaks no, because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the part I guess I find hard. Can you ski? There's nowhere you can ski for thirty minutes in real world, right? On snow, only if you're going very slowly. <laughs> yeah, there seems to be a great sense of uh, community in the center. Um, have you made a lot of friends there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we were talking to Jay there earlier, and he was saying, you know, he can see place for himself. He's found his place in the center and he can see where he'd like to go next with it, which is great, which is, it just seems really, really positive. I guess it's, it must be just a great place for kids to hang out. Yeah, exactly. And it's nice to hang out with people that have similar interests in you. And when, with something like skiing, it turns into a passion very easily. Okay. And to share that passion with other people, it's nice to 
be around those people. Yeah. So say if someone has an, has an ambition to be a racer, is 16 too old to start? No, you can start whenever you want. There is a British skier at the moment who just came 13th in, in a World Cup race, and he started when he was 13 or 14, which okay. is, is late, you know, so there's nothing stopping you at okay. any age. Yeah. You can race up till you're 50, 60. 70 okay. if you want to because they run um, summer camps and everything out there it's all through school holidays yeah yeah. So, that, so it's a really good opportunity for schools to sign up for it I guess yeah and there there are specific school races as well so over the past couple of years uh, people have been trying to push schools races and get more people within schools to, to bring kids up and, and ski what do you love about skiing the most? Um, it just it's a great sense of freedom uh-huh. and being on a mountain you're in nature and it can be a lo- it's like a lot of open space and you can choose what way you want to ski down the mountain. There's a lot of that. And then, as well, there's a lot of, like, obviously, if you're going fast, there's adrenaline with it, a bit of a rush. And then looking, getting to the bottom of the run and going, oh, I just did that, and I'm not dead. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Rebecca? How would you sum it up? I just love it, so it's just my passion. What What's it like to stand at the top of a mountain? I don't even think you can, like, say what it's like, because when you're looking down, you have the beautiful views, and it's just all something you take in. I love this idea of freedom that Jay mentioned also earlier on. I think it's really great. Brian, for you? Um, it's just, it's all-consuming. Once you start skiing, I'm sure you felt it. As soon as you start, you don't want to stop. Um, and again, yeah, it's back to that freedom. Being able to pick and choose where you can go, how you get down the mountain, how fast you go. Um, and community, again, like, like people go away every year with their family, with their friends. And it's just a great group activity. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it certainly looks yeah. fantastic. And, and we're going to keep on training out in the ski centre. Um, um, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm too old to become a racer You're yet, but um, I'm going to keep trying. Guys, thank you so much for coming in to see us. And uh, we'll see you at the Challenge uh, next Sunday, uh, Sunday the 17th, in the ski centre in Sandyford. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. If you'd like to take part in World Snow Day next weekend, January 17th, or indeed just learn to ski in general, you can find out everything you need to know at skicenter.ie. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.